0: Hello, everybody. Here, I'm to talk about Anchor. It's one of the best podcast uh, platforms that you can you can uh, go on. You can put all your podcasts on Apple, Google, any place. Any place to put up your podcast, you could all do it in one place. Anchor has all the tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from the phone or computer. And you can distribute any of your, your plat- podcasts on any platform. Like Apple, Spotify, Anchor, you know Anchor, Stitcher, iHeart, everything. It's everything you need. You need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. And let me tell you, I have had great experience with Anchor. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started today. That is Anchor FM to get started today. Welcome to Cindy and Joe's show. I'm Joe. I'm Cindy. And we are talking Michigan State.
1: Michigan State football on Between the Whistles, your hometown
0: team. Now listen, Michigan State had a great season.
1: They had a fantastic season. They came season.
0: back to win in the Peach Bowl. Beautiful. That was a great game and they, they came back and won and Mel Tucker got to 11 wins in its second season at Michigan State. The only
1: downside of that game, you know what was missing? You know my man Kenneth Walker. My man Kenneth Walker was missing for that game, and I understand why. I get it, and they talked about it being a business decision, and I can appreciate that, but I miss seeing him because I thought he was just so fantastic, such a great asset, uh, such an incredible value to watch, and um, I missed him. So that was a downside for me, but I saw my man Mel Tucker doing what Mel Tucker does best.
0: Yeah, and you know, Mel Tucker, i got to commend him because he had a really, really good recruiting class this year. He's, gonna, he's. there's another guy that he might get in this next signing period coming up. Mm-hmm. And he's the top 40 wide receiver. And that could be really, really big.
1: Oh, it's going to be huge. I think Mel Tucker's only going to get better. And um, you know, the thing of it is, is you know, they got blown out in a couple of games there. That people, you know, they got blown out. Obviously, Ohio State blew them out. Uh, you know, and they got bl- blown out. Um, who else blew them out this year? There's one other one. It's kind of like they lost, but they lost spectacularly. Purdue, Purdue yeah.
0: But um, I'll tell you, well, what- you know, the, the Ohio State game, people just don't understand that Michigan State when they went to Ohio State. They're injured. They're very, very injured. They're not a team that can. They're not at this point in the program. They're not a team that can take injuries and kind of reload because they're not deep enough. They're not deep enough. Yeah. They're still rebuilding the program to what it. To what it, they were trying. They're trying to rebuild the program, stack the program. And when you you know you go to Ohio State, you're injured. Kenneth Walker is injured. Your Crouch is injured. You got a bunch of people that are injured. You know Brantley injured. Like it's gonna it's gonna take its toll. Like you you can't. You can't go that way, like Michigan. You know, can't even go that way. Like it, you're so when you're playing a team like Ohio State and they're fully stacked and they're not really injured and you're injured. I mean, it's going to be a lopsided score, anyways.
1: Well, you know, in Michigan State wasn't the only big winner here. I mean, we were talking about you know what a great what a great season it was for so many Michigan teams. I mean, Western, Ferris State, yep. Michigan State. Um, you know, everybody won. I mean, in postseason and so. um you can't argue the uh the quality of Michigan football teams uh college football teams this year um uh, even Michigan even though they they didn't end the way they wanted uh Michigan State continued to show that grit that relentlessness when they say relentless i mean they were living up to that mantra and what i saw mel tucker do and Oh, he's masterful. I mean, the guy is just absolutely masterful. He takes whatever he's handed and he's able to identify where his strengths are. He can he changes up his program. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't change up the the uh, you identity. know, the culture, yeah, right? Identity. The culture and identity doesn't change, but he is definitely able to um make his team malleable to uh, address the various issues he's facing whether it be an opponent or the well, challenges in his in his own squad. So the, that guy's
0: masterful at it. The old adage is, you know, a good coach when you see one because they can take chicken bleep and make chicken salad. Yeah, you know, like a like a a guy like Bill Belichick, right? He's always he's always he got his team somewhere in the hunt, right? He's there in the playoffs, New England Patriots. A guy right. like Mike Tomlin, he's never had a losing season. Why has he never had a losing season? Because he will sometimes be like, okay, we can't do it this way. We got to do it this way, and they'll change it up. Good coaches roll roll the punches. And bad ones usually just kind of die on their own arrogance. With Mel Tucker, totally different, uh, you know, mindset in the way he approaches things, you know. Like, he approaches things like a, you know, if you're not going to be talented right now, you know, he he probably knew that they weren't the most talented team out there. But if you're not going to be talented, you got to have a will to win. You know, I think I think when you watch, you know, John Madden. I was watching the special on John Madden. You know, the All Madden Show. Yeah. And he just passed away. One of the things that people said about John Madden that was different when he was a coach was he had such a will to win and a desire to win that he really like. He wouldn't take, he wouldn't take anything else for you know, like he wouldn't take a half ass effort. Yeah, that's the same thing. With Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker don't take a half-ass effort. Like if you don't play, you ain't gonna play at all.
1: Absolutely, and I think Mel Tucker's probably been the most successful coach uh, in Michigan in any team. I don't care sports. Uh, I mean, professional sports, college sports. It doesn't really matter. He is one of the most successful coaches ever I've seen who has been able to create and propagate a culture and an identity faster than anyone, and very, very, very successfully. I mean, you know the identity of Michigan State football because of Mel Tucker. And that has given buy-in to all of his players because they know who they are. They know who they are. They trust this coach. He kind of reminds me of Dan Campbell in that way. Yeah, He's kind of, you know, Dan Campbell-esque. And they're they're obviously two different styles, clearly. But it's that... um, that creation of that recognition that we have to create a culture that we have to get buy in that we have, you know, their players love them and they want to play for them. And um, Mel Tucker has done a tremendous job of that. I think he had a phenomenal season. I think the reason why his season is even more impressive, I will say than Michigan. And it's not just because I'm a Spartan. The reason why, is that michigan state was utterly unexpected this was totally unexpected and they came so far it's not like he's been working on this for eight years like harbaugh no. he has been working on this for two years yeah and he made tremendous progress they did better than they thought um they they outperformed where they were least expected to do so beating university of michigan yeah. was being successful in the peach bowl and um you know, down there in Jordan and
0: yeah, well getting to 11, yeah. 11 wins is an accomplishment in itself. Absolutely. Especially in your second season where you, you went from two and six to eleven and two.
1: Oh yeah, you know? and I mean and then and then having the having the vision, you know, and I don't have to keep talking about how great Mel Tucker is. I'll tell you what, it'll be for those of you listening out there who know me and have this ability, get me a meet with Mel Tucker. Mel, if you're out there listening I'm one of your biggest fans out there. Let's
0: let's make that happen.
1: Make it happen. i got to meet Mel Tucker because I I have so much respect for this guy and I have so much admiration for him. But here's the thing, too. He had the vision to see Kenneth Walker. He had the vision to see that Kenneth Walker wasn't able – he wasn't in an environment that would allow him to work up to – or perform to his potential. He knew if he brought him to Michigan State, he could provide that for him. He did it and now look now we've got you know i'm always one to say i love to create win-wins that's always whenever i'm in you know whether it be in politics or in business or or whatever i'm always looking for the win-win i want i want this to be good for everybody you know everyone has to get something out of this well Mel Tucker does that. He's a guy who looks for a win-win. You've got it there with with Kenneth Walker. Not only did Mel Tucker get a win out of getting the best performance out of that player, which gave him an 11-win season, but Kenneth Walker got the best end of that deal in that he was getting in an environment where where now he's going into the NFL. And, um, you know, you can't get a better win-win than that.
0: You know, when you talk about Mel Tucker and – and his, his, his ability to see uh, talent, right? Have p- ability to believe in talent that he he's he's taken into the program. You know, like yeah. a qualitatorious coach, right? He was from Tennessee. He didn't get coached well. You could tell that he wasn't coached well because when he came to Michigan State, he made the same mistakes that he made at Tennessee. But when he came to Michigan State, you know, Mel Tucker made it known that, like, you got to play my way or it's not going to work. Like, yeah and I think that's I think that's that tells everyone that like you're not immune to being if you're a top player, you're not immune to not getting talked to or not you know getting told what to do, you know what I'm saying? Right. Cuz a lot of these kids like if you face the facts like you know they come in they come into these some of these programs and they think that they are just the hottest shit in the world. Like they think they just run things. And a lot of coaches let them get away with it. But the great coaches that actually compete for national championships, like the Kirby Smarts, the Nick Sabans, the Davos, Sweeney's, the Ryan Days, they don't tolerate that bullshit. Like they don't tolerate you coming over there and saying, you know, I've done it this way, I'm gonna do it this way because that's the way it's done, right? Like you did that in high school too, bro. right? Like, right. That, that doesn't that doesn't work in college. Like these, and it sure doesn't work in the pros either. Right. You need it. You need a coach. Yeah. Everybody needs a coach. When they get to a higher level or a boss that will t- that will be supportive and tell them that they're doing a great job, but also say, like, when you're not doing a great job, hey, like you need to like get better. Like I remember in the Peach Bowl paint throwing through an interception that was not a great throw at all. Right, and, right. You know, Mal Mel Tucker is you could tell he's starting getting he's starting to get annoyed. He's like, You gotta you can read his lips saying, You're better than that. Like you're better than that. Like you gotta go through your progressions and make the right throws. That's the kind of coach Mel Tucker is. And when you look at Michigan State going forward, all these kids come in the program because he's finally going to get a recruiting class that he can actually recruit because, you know, he didn't get a great year with COVID and all that last year because he couldn't have – he couldn't visit players. Right. So, this year he got to do all that and make and, and make them their self to them. And they're going to come in and they're going to see that Mel Tucker means business. You come into Michigan State, you're not just coming in here to You're not just coming in here to um play football, you're coming in here to win and you've gotta play it the right way because that's how it's done. You know Mal Tucker is from the Nick Saban coaching tree. Nick Saban, whenever he talks about you know, winning. Whenever he talks to his players, like he always goes, there's always a re- rhyme and a reason why I say the things I do. Right. If you want to be, and I, I remember this one quote about he goes, he goes, you know, back in the day, my my my, my dad would tell, you know, this is Nick name talking. He right. Goes, back in the day, my dad would tell me to go mow the grass, and then he watched me miss a spot, and he wait till I got in the house, got <laughs> showered, and he was like, "You missed a spot," and he was he he always did that. He always did that. And it taught him accountability. That's the way he he preaches to the players. I'm sure Mel Tucker and Nick Kirby Smart at Georgia, they both do the same thing because they've learned from the best.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, the best coaches, the best uh, trainers, the best managers in in any field, but in sports too. Like another guy we'll be
0: talking about, Steve Eisman in the last segment. Yeah, my man, my man, Stevie Y. He learned from Ken Holland. Who'd Ken Holland learn from? Jimmy Davilano. You talk about the th- three peat of just great men that are just good at decision making, and they learn from each other. Like you, Jim Devlinna was a great; he's a Hall of Fame NHL the man, general manager. Yeah, Ken Holland's a Hall of Fame general manager, and Steve Eisner is going to be a Hall of Fame general manager and player.
1: Oh, and the hands down, you know. And the thing is that people who are great leaders recognize that people will perform to the level of expectation that you set mel tucker understands this which is what make one of the things that makes him such a great leader is he understands that if he sets a high the high bar mm-hmm. a very high level expectation his players will perform to that level of expectation and he holds them accountable to that yeah. and that is that is the secret i will tell you folks that is the secret to success in any field whatsoever, everything I've ever been a part of that has had a um, tremendous amount of success has had that element there, and you see it on display with Mel Tucker and the Michigan State Spartans.
0: And, like, you know, we talk about all the time with, you know, uh, Dan Campbell is, is – is, he, he gets the – the players love him. They love Mel yeah. Tucker. And yeah, yeah. And, you know, do you know what they say about Nick Saban? Players love him because he can be a hard ass and he can be a best friend. You choose which path you want to go – and you better choose the right path, or it's not going to be fun for you. That's right.
1: That's right. You can you can take pain or you can take pleasure. Which one would you like? And I, well, you know, some people you know, yeah, they well, they, yeah. they 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 fancy yeah, both. But yeah. hey, we're no we're not judging here. on am Cindy and Joe show. We don't judge. We're just giving it to you straight. The, how we see the, it. The
0: great coaches. The great coaches get the most out of the players that they. That's right. They have, and they make sure that they the players know know what they're what they what's expected of them when they come into the. the team that they're playing for
1: they absolutely can't give Michigan State enough credit this year and I can't wait to see what we're going to see next season
0: yeah I think it's going to be a very very good season for Michigan State next year like I really do I think they're going to yep I think they're going to build on what they got some questions but they had questions last year and Mel Tucker made it work I have confidence Mel Tucker because if you can do this in year two boy oh boy you can do some major big things down the road
1: where there's a will
0: Tucker finds a way this is Between the Whistles Detroit. Next week we'll be talking about the Lions and their emerging superstar and what it means to the Detroit Lions going forward. Good stuff. Between the Whistles.